We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexa Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, Not Your, Your Average, Average Gun, Gun Girls. Girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, shared lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Gun Girls. Okay, this is why I love this show, why I love this community, because it's so good. It's so if good. you listen to our intro, it says, we met on the gram, our next guest, we also met on the gram, and I feel like that is how most of this community is, is, built. is built, was built, yes, is we all connected somehow, we had some reason, something that drew us to one another's accounts. Everyone was comfortable sharing this part of their life, like on the gram, so you yeah. just started connecting. Well, you know, it's so funny, because there will be times I'll connect with people, and this is the only part of their life that I know about. Yeah. And I'll be like, wait a minute, like, what do they do? I think they have a life outside of the jujitsu, the gym, and the gun range. <laughs> That's what we want to highlight. <laughs> we want to bring to life these people that we have found, these amazing women that we have found on Instagram, and really start to share and highlight exactly more about their life than just these few pieces that maybe right. they only get to see. And that's exactly what we have today on the show. This is Jocelyn, everybody. Hey, Jocelyn. Hi, welcome to the show, Jocelyn. This worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. you were just coming to Dallas and not, not just no, to hang I, out. I was going to say, not just to hang out. No. no. I would love to say yes just to come hang out. But So what are you doing in Dallas? So I have a competition uh, with the IBJJF. Um, uh, tournament. It's the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. I was like the IBJJF. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what? Uh, yeah. International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> Foundation. Federation. No, Federation. Federation. How long have you been doing that? Uh, so come October will be about eleven years. When? How, what got you started into it? So it's kind of a funny story. So. Let me preface this. Yeah, by back us that up. Back us up. Most women they join uh, because either their you know spouse, boyfriend, hus- husband has done it, or you know they've uh, unfortunately been through like an assault, sure. or they just you know are interested in it, or um, their kids had done it at some point. It was the way I got into it was kind of a funny story. Um, just full disclaimer: I'm a bit of a nerd. <laughs> I would never have guessed that. <laughs> so, um, I this involves a comic book convention. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! Yes. Okay. I'd do tell. Yes. Okay, tell us so all about this. I went to this comic book convention in Houston. It's called Space City Con. It was the first time they were ever having it, and um, this guy was uh, uh, going to be a celebrity guest. Um, Wait, did you dress up? I did. <laughs> I did cosplay <laughs> as Black Widow. I love yes. it. Um, so um, his name's Jason David Frank, and um, if you don't know who he is, um, I do not know who he is. I grew up watching the Power Rangers. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, so was he the red? Yeah, which he color? Was the Green Ranger. Oh, okay. he's the Green Ranger. He's the okay. Green Ranger. His name is Tommy on the show. Okay. So he was there, and so I I grew up watching him, and I always wanted to meet him. So he was there, um, and. When he was having his panel, there wasn't a big turnout. And I, and overall, there wasn't a big turnout. I think just 
marketing. They probably didn't do a good job. Yeah. Um, so he, he, after he finished his Q&A, he, um, he um, just paused and said, you know what, let's... Mind you, he, at the time, he was an MMA fighter. He did all the yeah. like, martial arts and all that stuff, sorry. Um, and so he uh, stopped at the end, and he pulled us out to the side. And he's just like, I'm going to show you guys a few Muay Thai moves, a few things here and there. And he had one of his students uh, demonstrating uh, the Muay Thai clinch uh-huh. and, like, a few different steps. And so he paired us all up, and I was with my friend. And then he was, you know, correcting people here and there. Okay, no, move like this, move like that. And when he came to me... Um, he had like this genuine response where, oh, have you trained? And I'm like, no. And he was like, well, it looks like you trained. I'm like, oh, maybe Thanks. I'm might be good <laughs> at this. Stuck in another life I've trained. Right, yeah. So um, so after that, I started looking into things. Yeah. And then one of my Facebook friends from from back in high school was like, hey, I noticed that you're looking at, into gyms. Why don't you come try it? And so I did. And um, I think I tried it out for like a week. And I tried every single class that I could. I'm like... I'm hooked. I love it. I want to do it all. So. I love how like some like people like start something new and like you you either like think your response is either yeah. like I'm going all in and I'm gonna just like do it all or just like eh, it's okay stuff for yeah. me. You went all in and I, love I went it. all in. I did. I did um, jujitsu. I did MMA. I did like the cardio kickboxing class. So I did all the classes that they had available. Was, Were you into fitness before this or just? Um, yes. Um, and no, I mean, I would like the most I did would go out on runs. Sure. Okay. Um, I wasn't really into weightlifting, which okay. I actually got into weightlifting because of jujitsu about a year. I'm just after laughing. Cause that's me. Like I don't touch weights. I just run. And then now after like I hit the weights, I love the weights and everyone yeah. says that I just like can't get into it. Got to do the weights. You need to give me some tips on like how can I end up loving this. So you start but, yeah, this like full on week of going all in, trying yeah. all these classes, figuring, going through the different like, I guess, what are they like the different um, modules of, mm-hmm. of, and then what led you to go BJJ? So I did pretty much all the court, like all the classes for a good solid three or four years. Um, unfortunately I had two retinal detachments. It's kind of a long story. Oh my gosh. Because of, well, I, I pretty much didn't get, didn't hit the gene lottery. (laughs) (laughs) I have a degenerative condition, a few like genetic things. And so on top of that, with, um, MMA training, like all the contact, um, getting struck and all that, it was not a good combination. So I had to pretty much stop doing MMA training, and I just oh, wow. uh, stuck with jiu-jitsu yeah, for, okay. for the long run, and I'm still doing it now. So question, because anyone that goes and follows your page now would be like, oh, she is totally all about this relationship between your personal safety and these different disciplines mm-hmm. that she's practicing and putting into her life. But was it always that as a connection when you started getting into jujitsu? Like, did it really occur to you that you were doing this as a method of personal safety or was it? Yes, absolutely. So, um, I, at first, you know, I was just instantly in love with it. Right. But I was also interested in the self-defense okay. portion of it. Um, and I say that because, um, I've practiced a lot of self-defense in the sense of self-awareness, mm-hmm. uh, where it actually has come in handy as early as the age of 14. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've, uh, I've 
kind of kept that in mind. So, you know, whenever I got into jujitsu, I was just like, okay, I'm going to use this as a tool. I don't want to be in a situation where I could mm-hmm. potentially be in, in harm's way. Right. Um, so how, and I'm asking this genuinely mm-hmm. because I, you know, we get different people that are like, you know, women don't need to carry a gun. Just go take jujitsu. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I mean, how much is it, how much is it like it really could potentially save your life versus no, you still may need a backup tool because you're, you're small. I would say like you were the, you were the one person that comes to my mind when someone, I'm like, I don't know, is a five foot three woman going to be able to, you know, use their jujitsu skills to get out of a 200 The way I see it, I think that yes, it can help you, um, but not to stick around. It can help you to get out of the situation, mm. um, and then once you're, you know, out of that situation, you know, flee, run right, if you have to pull get away, firearm, yeah. whatever. Uh, obviously, it depends on the situation, but I would say to get away, hmm. um, to create that space, right, or to keep, like, if you are in close contact, right, to manage that space, right. Um, but I, I'm not gonna, you know. I've 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 uh, trained against um, guys that are much bigger than me, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've been able to handle myself pretty well. But at the same time, we're all like under yeah. you know that training aspect. Of sure. things, That's right? what I was gonna say. I was like, but you're training against someone who's like using jujitsu right. against you. What about a scenario where the guy's just gonna so use his full a, force and power a against force you? Situation. My goal is to get out of the situation. So I would, in that in that case, I would use jujitsu to, um, you know, to get out of the yeah. situation. How? What yeah. about the piece, like the mindset piece? I would think like jujitsu also gives you like a, it's you've got a tough mind. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about things differently, but then also it takes away the surprise element. Like you've been knocked down, you've been yeah. on the ground, you've had someone on top of you. You know, does. I would think that could also work to your advantage to take mm-hmm. out that surprise element. Um, that's, I think, what probably catches yeah. most most people, men and women, yeah. off guard is be like, I just got knocked down to the ground. Like, what is going on? Because by the time you, your brain actually yeah. starts putting the pieces together of like what happened in terms of and getting your, your mind situated to where your body actually is at that point mm-hmm. that, I mean, you think a couple seconds isn't isn't very long, but in that situation, a couple of seconds is, yeah. is, is a lot. Right. Yeah. I, one of the biggest mottos in jiu-jitsu is learn to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And oh, that happens that. Mm-hmm. all the time where you have someone that's on top of you or you, or someone has you in a submission, right? Oh, in a toehold. Um, you can either tap or try to figure your, your way out of, out of that position and into a better position right mm-hmm. to where you can get out and in the in the self-defense scenario you know if you're putting if you're using your jiu-jitsu okay someone has me in this position okay what i need to what do i need to do to make my body you know uh get into a better position where maybe i'm not going to go and attack but i'm going to get out i'm going to stand up mm. create that space you know and run right so how much of that training carries over into your everyday life and everything else that you're doing. Oh my goodness. Uh, so I am an engineer by day. So, you know, problem solving on a day-to-day basis. So I think jujitsu is a, like a different method of problem solving. Um, another way it's also described is like playing human chess. Hmm. You have to 
think like, you know, two, three, four steps yeah. ahead mm-hmm. of your, of your opponent, of your, your, your training partner, um, to kind of bait them right mm-hmm. into, into, uh, into different positions. Right. And, um, that's it, the, the problem solving aspect is one of the things that can carry through your day to day life. Right. And I've been able to use that in, in my career and, um, and also learning to stay calm under pressure too. Um, when, you know, things get hectic, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that, that, that's that really key. How often out. are you training? Um, like, does it change when you have a, a match or competition coming up? Uh, or is it? No, con- not really. Consistent? I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty consistent. I, I train, um, about four to five times a week. Is that for like an Like how long does that last? An hour, two an hours? An hour, an hour and a half, two hours, depending on um, the day. Yeah. On, on the weekends, I got to open mat. So yeah. it's two hours and I try to, you know, sometimes I, I spend the entire time, uh, rolling. That's what we call spa, uh, sparring in jujitsu. <laughs> um, but sometimes like I'll like take a round and then take a break. But when I'm competing, I, I do, um, make an effort to do like multiple rounds back to back to back um, to build up like that endurance yes. I, mean, I mean you don't know how long exactly going to last in, in the firearms industry you know we know that it's been it is it's changing but it's been male dominated mm-hmm. women you know over the past like we've seen through social media in the past you know what five to, to seven years more and more women are starting to carry starting to um, learn how to shoot I'm assuming that that industry is the same as like very minimal female um kind of participation but it has grown so when you first went to those that week of where you were trying all yes. the classes were there a lot of women no um uh whenever i first started there was one lady there that was uh training and she wouldn't go all the time so sometimes many times i was the only woman on the mats training so wow I, how did I, they like what what was their reaction or how did they were they receptive to you being there Welcoming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I, I know I did have a bad experience with one woman in particular. Um, and so with that bad experience, I have made sure that any woman that I see coming on to them, to, to the gym or trying to jujitsu for the first time, I make sure that I, I'm welcoming sure. to them because I want more women to stick around. Right. I would feel so comfortable. Yeah. Showing up at a gym. Well, because yeah. it, is, it is intimidating. It is intimidating. Just like going into a gun range. By yourself, yeah. like a, as a woman, because it's t- it's typically all men, mm-hmm. and they're not, you know, they they have that preconceived notion, especially when yeah. it comes to firearms, that oh, you're a woman. This is what you should shoot. This is what you need yep. to do, and we need to kind of like baby you, and and it's like people, everyone is there to learn, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and to kind of step into being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I do. I love that motto, like learning how to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. I think right. that's great because I think that carries over into everything. Absolutely. And you have a one up and you have an advantage in your life when mm-hmm. you have learned how to figure yep. that out. Right. So yeah. I do want to get into um, the firearms yeah. piece of this because that's, is enough, that's actually how we connected. Yes. I was trying to think back. I was like, how long have we known each other? When did we see? I believe that... Um, Maybe you tagged Alexa in a video or something. She was making these really cute videos. And I was like, she's like exactly what I envisioned. I was like an Alexa woman being. And I don't know if you were still running at that point or Mm -hmm. not. But how long have you had your your carry? When we're in Texas, I guess you would have had to have a license at that point. Before before constitutional carry. (laughs) So how long have you had your your carry license? Oh, 
oh man, I think it was either 2019 or 2020 um, when I got in. And Anything did you drive start? you? Yeah. Yeah. When, when, yeah. What, what got so, you in a yeah. to begin with? Um, so back in 2018, I was actually followed in my vehicle twice in a matter of three months. And I'm pretty sure it was the same oh. person or same individual. Um, I couldn't tell who or how many people were the first time around, but I was trying to get out of the situation and I felt like, I, I don't know for sure, but what it, the hmm. situation felt like was it, they were trying to get me out of my vehicle and potentially something worse, right? right? Um, so I was just trying to get out of the situation. I didn't get any license plates or anything like that because I was just like focused on getting out, mm-hmm. right? And then three months later, I noticed uh, the same uh, beha- be- uh, behavior, driving behavior from a vehicle that matched the same description oh as the last time. Oh. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I was going, I can't remember, I was going like at a, like a shopping strip. I was looking for a gift yeah, for my I was friend. Like, was this a place that you frequented often? Um, Not often, but... But you don't know how long they had been following you to the... No, I, I didn't mm. know, yeah. And actually, it wasn't too far from the previous location, okay. too. So they probably, whoever that was, probably lurks around that area. Yeah. Um, and my windows aren't tinted, too. So you could tell that I'm there by myself yeah. as well. So um, after that, um, I... Um, so that situation happened. And again, I didn't get the license plate because... My, I was just focused on getting mm-hmm. out. I know I like, mm-hmm. I got a few other drivers upset, but I was like, you know what? I'm getting out of the situation. I don't care. Yep. You can be upset. I'm going to live, right? <laughs> and I actually saw a vehicle pulled over on the side of the freeway and I actually, uh, a police vehicle, and I actually pulled up to him and I said, hey, this is what happened. What can I do? You know, like it happened like five minutes, like two, like two to five minutes yeah. ago. And he asked me, did you get your license plate? I said, no. I'm like, oh, we can't really do anything about it. And so I was just like, okay. And there's not much they can really do about it anyways if the crime was not committed. Exactly. Nothing was. At that point, so watching you. Yeah. And and I I talked to, uh, so in jiu-jitsu, we have a lot of like law enforcement officers Mm -hmm. and people um, in different um, uh, government agencies. So I spoke to a friend and he's just like, you know, you should still put in a police report. Um, You know, I know there wasn't a crime that Mm -hmm. technically happened, but Mm -hmm. you can um, at least put a report in so that if there is a similar a situation, they can probably match it to hmm. to this. Like, okay, this person has been, you know, doing this for, yeah, for some time. Yeah. Um, so who was it that encouraged you? Maybe you should, like, I don't know, carry a gun. So <laughs> even before that, my boyfriend was telling me, you should carry. You're prepping you. Yeah. Okay. Was, and so I was just like, okay, fine. So after that, I got my first firearm. I didn't have my license, so I just carried it in my vehicle. I just yep. was like, okay, it's there. Um, and you can do that in Texas. Yes. (laughs) Um, and it wasn't until the following year where I had a face-to-face contact, uh, incident at like a broad daylight, openly, like fully public place. What happened? Um, it it wasn't anything that like physically happened. Mm -hmm. Like it was something that could have happened. Um, um, looking back, it could have been a worse situation, Mm -hmm. but, um, so I was at my doctor's office and I, I forgot my wallet at, at, in my vehicle. So I walked out, I walked back in and as I was walking back in, there was a, like a lobby area where people are waiting for their valet. And there was one guy standing outside of the group and 
it seemed like he whispered it to himself and it was only intended for himself to hear, but I heard it as I was walking past him. He said, oh, she's back. I'm like, the only person that... You heard it? He's like, oh, she's back? Yeah. And I'm like, I take a mental note of that. I'm like, well, that's kind of (gasps) weird. Yeah. I'm the only person that came back, right? And so I took a mental note of that. I went to my doctor's office, went back and was looking for that guy. At first he was outside. When I walked out, he was inside of the lobby with his phone right here. Mm. And he was like taking yeah. pictures. And I was just like, okay, he's technically not doing anything wrong. I'm just going to walk through the sliding doors and then go on about my day. And then I told myself, if he starts to follow me, then... If he, if, he, if he continues to follow me past the doors and outside, then right. we have a problem. I don't feel comfortable walking to my vehicle by myself, like where I'm going to be alone. Mm-hmm. So I decided not to. I turned the other way, uh, opposite of where I came from. And um, the mirrors, I mean, the, 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 the side of the building mm-hmm. were mirrored yep. so I could see, see the yep. reflection, right? So I actually hid behind this pillar and actually pulled my phone out. Mm. And I started recording, and then I caught him. I could hear, you could hear on the video, the the snapshot, camera camera snapshot, like, shh, shh, Of his? Of his phone, taking pictures. So I called him out on it. I'm like, hey, you're taking pictures of me. I don't like it. And he was like, I'm not taking pictures. And I'm like, yes, you are. And then I'm like, okay, let me see your phone. Oh, my <laughs> Let's gosh. See it. I can't, honestly can't believe that I was bold enough to do that. Um, and... Um, I mentioned this, um, anyway, um, so, um, anyway, sorry, I'm, um, my, my, my brain is spinning, Uh, but anyway, um, so I, I caught on, caught him out on it and I, uh, he showed me his, his camera roll and there I am like right in the middle and he was like, I'm taking pictures of the surrounding and I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. Hmm. And so I said, okay, you're going to delete them. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're going to delete them, and I'm not going to walk away until you How, like You, them. like, are standing right next to me. I'm standing, like, like maybe a foot yeah. next to And you to don't him. have any form no, of self-defense tool absolutely in case not. this escalates beyond that. Mm-mm. But I was... Looking I back, I, would you have done that the exact same way? That's, <laughs> yeah, looking back, I, I, was, I realized I was a little too close to him, mm-hmm. um, and I probably would have done it differently, but I didn't. <laughs> Uh, but I was, I was prepared to, I was like looking at his hands the entire time, looking at his you body language, very, yeah, right? I was, I was being cautious your, of, of what you, right? your actions of and getting close to him. I was also in a public setting. So I was also raising my voice so mm-hmm. that anybody could hear exactly yep. what I was saying. So if something were, were to there happen. people around? Oh, like, like 10, 15 people around. Okay. And like nobody was doing anything. Yeah. Of course, naturally. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I, um. I, I, he, he deleted his, his, his pictures. And then I told him I'm going to walk away and I never turned my back to him. I kept my front mm-hmm. facing him. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go inside of the building, but you're going to keep your phone down as I'm walking away. And he's like, okay, I'm walking away. And he brings it back up and I'm like, no, you don't understand. You're going to keep it down. And he's like, okay. And I honestly don't think that he was expecting me to call him out on that. I'm quite surprised. Um, he was, he was behavior. That like, is, that yeah. He was like saying, okay. And like, I feel like, you know, I mean, cause you just, you never know. Right. And so, um, I go inside, he, I finally go inside. And then after I go inside, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. And, um, he was still outside. I, in, uh, eventually called security. They came, um, they didn't really do anything obviously cause there, nothing technically happened. Um, but I think they just like removed him from 
the facility. And then um, I asked the valet guy um, if he could pull my vehicle not to that spot, yeah. but to yeah. the back of that's, the building, smart. like back where like all the dumpsters are. And yeah. all that. I was just like, I don't feel safe, like getting my vehicle this close right, to where, where he, he could where he potentially, was, right. he you could know, take a picture anywhere. of my life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I did that and I got out of the situation and then I actually share the video as a PSA on, on Facebook. And, uh, I got a text message from a friend who trained, um, and she said that something similar to that happened to her daughter. Hmm. And the cops told her that um, that um, that could that tends to be like a human trafficking uh, tactic, tactic um, where they will send out a scout in a public sure. area. They'll take a picture yeah, and then send it to the person that's waiting outside and then wait for that person to go into the vehicle and snatch him right. Was that my situation? Yeah, you never know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you never know. You, like, and, you know, he could have just been just some... He could have just been a random person just I taking just, pictures. Yeah, because he's just creepy. Um, but, you know, after that, I was just like, okay, maybe I should carry on my body. Hmm. And that's when I started looking into getting my license and my license to carry. Um, and then after that, I just wanted to get comfortable. You know, there's, it's a big responsibility. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that I was comfortable um, using my tool. So well, you've really jumped in yeah, too. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, because you're trained, like you train pretty, pretty frequently, and you don't just like go to the range to train. You are, you are seeking out, yeah, um, well-known training and like legit like training courses versus just kind of like signing up at the range and going. Like, yep. I was so glad when you came to our Alexa training. Had you ever been to a training like that? Um, similar, but not quite yeah. like that. Yes. That was yeah, awesome. I went I was to so uh, a sheepdog response training yeah. oh, uh, by yeah. Tim Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I went to one of those that was, uh, very, um, informative and I'm pretty much trying to build up all the knowledge from every, every, mm-hmm. uh, training that I participate in. Did they have a lot of women at the sheepdog So training? that one was in all women's, okay. uh, women's one. And then, uh, you're the, oh, going actually, to these I, like with your friends though. Like you really have kind of just showed up and said, Hey, yeah, I'm so here. The first one I did go with a friend and I actually knew one of the instructors. Uh, she was a, uh, one of the female instructors in the sheepdog response training. Um, and then the second one, uh, well, technically the, the waft one was the third one that I went to. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I did go to another sheepdog response training. That one, I was the only woman there. Yeah. I went with my boyfriend we went, uh, we went together. It was the, the carbine, okay. uh, carbine course. Yep. And then I, I did the waft, the like athletical waft event. That was fun. That, that was, was a lot that of was, fun. Yeah, yeah. That was very informative too. And just, I, just from all those training events that I've participated in, I've, I feel like I'm just learning so much and yeah. I just want to share the knowledge. Well, how too. important is it to get training like that, that, introduces you to completely different things at each one. I'm sure WAF was very different mm-hmm. than sheepdog training. And how important was that for you to get, you know, introduced to so many different things? Well, I think everybody has a different method of teaching. And I mean, that's, it's the same thing in jujitsu. You have coaches with different teaching styles mm-hmm. and, um, I don't want to learn from just one source Right. I want to gather um, information from as many people as possible. And I just want to be a sponge and yeah. absorb all the information as much as I can. Well, awesome. I think when you're living it as a lifestyle, too, you have to. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There's no oh, way. yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's so many women out there that 
either their husband or, or maybe something happened. They're like, oh, you just need to get a gun. And it's like, well, sure, but that's not, that's not, you just can't get a gun. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you need to be, you have to have that understanding of, of the responsibility that goes behind mm-hmm. it of, of what it takes and also have that devotion to, I actually need to learn how to use this and, yeah. and learn how to use it proficiently because right. I think a lot of people yeah. don't take that time because of course it's like, like you, you work full time, you're doing your BJJ, you're, you're training with your firearms and, and all the other things that, that you're doing. It's, it's cost, it's time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of people just don't make that a priority when it, when it really needs to, when you're thinking about your personal safety, sure, especially right. when you decide to carry a firearm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think knowing to the limitations of each, mm-hmm. and I think that is so important to, even if it's mace, even if it's a taser, even if it is a firearm, understanding a, what your tool can do, B when to use it, but also knowing the limitations of that tool will only help you think through scenarios better. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people ever, I think sometimes even with me, they'll throw it in their purse and they'll just it go about their anything. day yeah. and think like, you know, this is going to stop. Oh, this will stop any situation. Mm-hmm. But have you really thought about at what point, how far away can they be to spray them with mace? Where is it going to mm-hmm. spread? Like, have you thought through your tool and exactly how it operates well, and like, what the functionality right, of it could the be? The aspect of actually whatever tool you're carrying is, can you get to it? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it's pointless mm-hmm. if you're going to carry it with you if you can't access yep. it. Well, and right. then your follow-up. Your follow-up with the taser is a whole lot different than a follow-up with a firearm. It's mm-hmm. different than a follow-up with your mace. And you need to be completely aware of what is your follow-up and what is your action plan. If you're going to choose to only carry a taser or you're going to choose to carry mace, you know, I mean, maybe mace will stop them. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe a taser will give you a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but like, then you better be fast. Right. You better right. have been running on your treadmill. You better be ready to like run away and know where you're running to and have a, ba- I mean, just thinking through mm-hmm. all of those things, not as a way to make you even more paranoid about the situation, but really give you the confidence mm-hmm. to know it doesn't matter. Or like I, I feel as confident as I can mm-hmm. with the tools that I have and the situations that I could be in. And beyond that, we just kind of let, let what happens happen. So you have, a, it's, it's called a match or a competition tomorrow night, right? Yeah. It's a, a, match. a match. So what I'm curious, like what kind of like mental mindset readiness do you do prior to stepping into so I do a little bit of everything. I um, um, I do a lot of breathing exercises. I tend to get a lot of anxiety leading up to it. Um, so I, I try to calm the mind, right? Um, but also I like to visualize what I'm doing mm-hmm. and then also visualize getting my arm raised and being on the podium, yeah. right? Yeah. I do all that. Um, and then um, on, on top of that, there is... Um, one scripture that I like to, uh, think about, um, I think it's two Timothy one seven, okay. uh, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And I think about that and, uh, you know, remove the fear and, you know, how good mindset going in. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, I, I think about it that way and, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, working on my breathing. Mm-hmm. I also make sure that I'm uh, properly warmed up to, to, um, cause you, you know, you gotta get the yeah. body yeah. ready to, yeah. to, to compete. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going a hundred percent. Sure. Right. So yeah. those are some of the things that I like to do. Do you have a hype song? Um, so sometimes like I change it up. Like sometimes I don't listen to any music, but right now, um, I have my, my hype song has been, um, 
The Champion by Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It like hypes me up. <laughs> like, yes. I love it. I love it. Well, as we come to a close, we're just going to throw out like a couple of questions oh to you. This is just rapid fire. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, first off, I'm just personally interested to know what kind of firearm you carry. Yeah. Um, so I um, currently carry a Glock 43X. I also carry a uh, Glock 42, uh, depending on, you know. Well, Glock girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glock girl. So. <laughs> awesome. Uh, last TV show you watched? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm training, yeah, Emily. I don't have time for this. That's the question. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, I know we're watching a series. Oh, Jack Ryan. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, like the you latest, that, like yeah, the, the latest. Last, the last, you haven't the, seen that one, right? I think it's like yet? six episodes. I, I haven't. Yeah, I can get into that later, but I've not watched. I've yeah. finished. It, it, I wasn't buying John Krasinski as like a, <laughs> it's like a no. field operator. Right, though I love him. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I know you're a you're a Terminalist fan. Are yeah, you mm-hmm. excited for the next up, ep- like the next yeah, season? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm super excited. You actually met met yeah, Jack. Met I did. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, Jack was having a, a book signing in Houston. Yeah. And I was just like, yes, I'm going to go. He's awesome. We love him. Yeah, we do love him. And I I could just tell he's so passionate about it, too. Oh, very. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell everybody where they can go to follow you if they want to follow along these jujitsu journey with you or anything else that they found interesting today. Where can they follow you? Um, So I am on Instagram uh, under Castle Dead Jocelyn. um, Underscores. (laughs) So Castle underscore Dead underscore Jocelyn. It's down below. Yeah. Um, I probably should change it, but... That is what it is right now. Um, yeah, and awesome. I've gotten a few questions of like, why is it castle? <laughs> it is kind of like, like welcome to Castle de Castle. But my last name is Castillo, so you know, yeah, it's uh, yeah. castle in English, so. Awesome. Well, go give her a follow yeah. and connect with her. If anything that she said, if you've been interested in that and want some more information, you can reach out to her. And she is super spunky and friendly and yeah, happy to help. And so we just thank you guys for joining in this week. We'll be back again next week with some amazing episodes. So stay tuned. Not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girls, Alexa Athletica LLC, and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared.